Welcome back to another episode of Jamie D and Big Newt. I'm Jamie D'Amico. He is Big Chris Newton. We are now coming at you every week talking Buffalo Bills and the Big Newt. You're back with us. How you doing? Uh, I'm in high spirits. Physically, I'm beat up. Um, I got attacked by yellow jackets while I bore my lawn once I returned from out of town. So I got stung about 10 times. God. And so now I'm kind of hocked up on Benadryl, been sleeping a lot, um, trying to prepare for this. So, yeah, but I'm I'm excited because yesterday I watched uh, Inside Training Camp for about four hours. <laughs> and it was <laughs> unbelievable that Buffalo Bills is one of the first teams they talk about. So that, that, got, that kept me in good spirits. But, yeah, physically I got stung in my face twice and all over my oh. body. So, yeah. And, yeah. you know, I – I hate to paint a picture or really give out personal information about you, but when you sent me that picture of your swollen face, I was like, oh my God, this poor, poor guy. I, I felt so bad for you. And it's, and it's something because um, I knew we did have bees because when we first bought this house four years ago, my sure. father-in-law and I took down a tree that was in the front of the yard. So when you, yeah, so I'm thinking when you and your wife came to visit, we had a big old tree in the middle of the yard right. that we removed. And so um, we got the stump up, these bees attacked my father-in-law, so we were running because, you know, I'm scared to death. I'm not an outdoorsy person. I'm not a handy guy. You and so me both. See that, <laughs> so to see that, it was like messed up. So he got stung a couple of times. Oh, and he did so, too. Uh, and so I haven't had a problem since then. That was four years ago. And so my neighbor, Dave, across the street, he mowed my grass while I was out of town. And he told me, he was like, yeah, Chris, you know, it was some uh, some carpenter bees that uh, attacked me or whatever. And I got the hell out of there because he did the front yard and didn't do the back. And I was like, why you didn't do the back? Because he was like, there was some bees over in the corner that attacked me. And so I'm thinking to myself, man, that's because they knew it, it, you wasn't the owner of the house and they got you out of here. And I kind of laughed about <laughs> it. And then sure enough, five days later, they got my butt. So that's what I get about talking about my boy trying to help me out. Oh, my God. <laughs> I that That's just the worst. I had yeah. never been stung before. And then like seven years ago, a uh, wasp went into my shirt and stung me four times. I was oh like, well, God. this is no picnic. That hurts. Yeah, it's no fun, dude. So. Really, yellow jackets especially, they're just assholes with wings. Exactly. Yeah. They really are, man. It's no fun. So I put ice on it and everything. So the swelling has gone down. It's just itchy as hell. So, Oof. Well, I think we can lift your spirits in another way. Mm-hmm. And here's how I propose we do it. Madden came out. Now, you know, I am not a Madden player. Mm-hmm. But you, my friend, you rather enjoy partaking so does Jalen yes so let's talk about this man well the Madden ratings came out oh that's what I meant to say yeah the game comes out um August 15th or 16th I think we already pre-ordered it um but yeah the ratings dropped and that was a big hoo-ha-ha last week they had uh, multiple shows about it so um and we've been having dialogue thanks for hitting us up on Twitter we've been talking about it um so for so, uh, the listeners that do play Madden, it's something interest as uh, we get into training camp. So um, the ratings dropped last week. Buffalo is a 89 as a team. We are the second best team on Madden 23. Behind? And it, in, behind Tampa Bay. Hmm. 
Yeah. Tampa Bay was a 92. Buffalo's 89. The Rams were 88. And the Packers are 88. So we're in the top four. And it's just like, it's one of those things where I've been playing Madden ever since it came out, right? Yeah. Even in junior high, high school and all that stuff, as I'm sure a lot of our listeners have. And we sucked for so long. At, excuse me. At the beginning, we were good. You know, Jim Kelly and Thurman and all them. Oh, but then we went to a law. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It wasn't even Madden. Then it was Tecmo Bowl, right? right. And so, and so for those, now I'm, we're showing our age right now talking about Tecmo Bowl. But after that, when Madden first came out, man, it was a lull where we just suck. And with me, and I've told you all plenty of times on our show, I equate my love for Buffalo through Madden. Like, if Buffalo was not on the Madden game, I would not buy Madden. I wouldn't play it. Every time I play, I play with Buffalo. I never play with anyone else. Why? Because I feel like that's like kissing another woman. That's like cheating on my wife. <laughs> I need to spend every minute trying to figure out how to win with my team, no matter how bad we are, right? And so now to live to, live to see us being one of the top teams and to see when you go online, so many other people are playing with Buffalo, it, it just makes me feel good. It warms my heart. Right. And look no further than the love that Josh Allen got on those game or got in that game with his rating. Yes, he did. Yes, and, he did. And you know, you talked about how in Virginia you're seeing Josh Allen jerseys on kids all over the place, right? Right in your son's class. You know, you're you're seeing them all the time, which is why he didn't get a Josh Allen jersey. Exactly. They're getting love. And and this helps with it, doesn't it? It does, man, and it makes you feel good because you know the Bills Mafia, man. Hey, I'm getting old, man. I want to make sure that Bills Mafia is going to be in good hands. And so I'm glad <laughs> to see a legion of young people are taking on, uh, jumping on the bandwagon for Bills Mafia, man. It makes me feel good. So um, the worst four teams are Houston, the Giants, Seattle, and then Jacksonville. So hard to argue. Platform. Yep. So this pretty much like you thought it would be. Speaking of those teams, did you see? Not to get off the subject real quick, we'll come back to it. But did you see the alternate uniforms and helmets that they're coming out with for some of the teams? Yeah, and nothing really impressed me. Really? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. No. I really like Houston. I know we don't like Patriots, but I know my wife is happy they're going to have the standing, the standing uh, Patriot dude on their helmet. Hey, so. Houston was cool with the red. Yeah, I think that's tight. Chicago was orange. It looked real Cleveland brownish. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, Dallas the big star. So I, it's, I guess I like alternate uniforms because I like seeing something different, mm-hmm. even if it sucks. Like the Steelers alternate uniform with those stripes, those are god awful. Yep. <laughs> but I like, but I like when they wear it though. It's like I don't know. I like to see something different. So does that mean you know. watch a lot of uh, Oregon Ducks football games? Oh, yes, I do, because they come out with a new uniform every week. I think that's so cool. Not it's necessarily cool. It's a concept. Me. Yeah, not necessarily for me, but for other people, yeah, because I'm a Notre Dame fan. I like tradition. I do like that, but I like it on other people. It's kind of like uh, skinny jeans. Like, you could wear skinny jeans, <laughs> but I still wear baggy clothes because I don't like the form of my body, and I think big people wearing tight clothes looks hilarious. Like, yeah. I'd rather... I'd rather look like I'm wearing clothes that's 15 years old than wear tight clothes and you see all my rolls and wrinkles. <laughs> if I don't wear skinny <laughs> jeans, my pants look like they're too big. 
And, the, and that, but that's the thing. That's the look I'd rather go for. Like, I know I look like my clothes are old, but I don't, I tried the tight look, man, the fitting look. And I, it just, I can't do it. I don't well, here's feel comfortable. The thing. If, if you're looking at high fashion these days, uh, the baggy is coming back. And yes, it is. before you know it, you're not going to be able to find any of the skinny stuff. And we're going to look at that era and think, what the hell were we doing? And that's why I never got rid of my baggy clothes. That's why I still got them. So I'm waiting, <laughs> I'm waiting for the comeback. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Sean John appreciates it. Yep. So, yeah, but like you said, man, Josh Allen, uh, 99 throwing power. He's the number four quarterback on the list behind Brady, who was a 97, Aaron Rodgers, 96, Patty Mahomes, 95, Josh Allen's a 92 overall with the 99 throwing power, like I just said, because that's number one on the game. Do and then you Joe have a Burrow, problem with that? Joe Burrow's number nine. I mean, uh, number five. Sorry, I do. No, no, I just wanted to finish the thought because you know I forget. But uh, do I have a problem with Allen? Yes, I think we talked about it. I thought that Josh Allen would probably be a 93, 94, a 92. He he um, he started the game last year as an 89, and with the season he had, I just thought he'd get more, a little bit more love than that. Um, so explain something to me. Yes. As a non-Madden player, and I'm sure the non-Madden players who are listening right now, uh, would want to know how does it his how does his running ability affect his scoring? It affects it. Um, it raises it. The more mobile quarterbacks, it do. Um, I, I can't get into all the logistics of how because you could go online and see how they form the get their ratings because they have a whole crew that does it. Mm-hmm. And an interesting fact is Barry Sanders, his son, is on a team that does the ratings. They actually had a whole show about it on uh, ESPN last week. They actually go to camps and they talk to the players and get their views on it. But when you look at the ratings for the uh, quarterbacks, obviously they go with accuracy, short, medium, long, and throwing power, and your running ability does factor in. So the fast quarterbacks like the uh, Murrays, the Mahomes, the uh, Lamar Jacksons, the Josh Allens, that does go into their overall. If you're fast, then that that does give you a boost. Okay, got it. So, who is your favorite player on the Bills to use in Madden that is not Josh Allen? Ooh, that's a good question. It would probably be Von Miller. Oh yeah. It'll probably be Von Miller. Von Miller is a 92 overall. He's the number five pass rusher on the game. And that made me feel so good. So he's the Josh Allen of pass rushers. Yeah. He's in the top five of the game. So yeah. Allen is the quarter or is the Von Miller of quarterbacks. Yep. You can look at it like that too. <laughs> yep. Um, Devontae Adams was a 99. Cooper Cup, 98. Tyreek Hill, 97. Uh, D-Hop, 96, and then R. Stephon Diggs, the number five wide receiver, is at a 95. Interesting that, you know, sports is always a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately kind of kind of mentality. And since D-Hop didn't play most of last year, I'm surprised that he's rated that high. But when he's healthy, yeah, he's he's the best there is, right? I think, and I agree, I think what they do is they give you the benefit of the doubt a year out 
Um, okay. Once again, two years out, it might decline. And that leads to our Trey White, who's a 93 overall, even though he missed uh, some of the season last year. Okay. And he's the number three corner on the game. No, oh, okay. So they're taking they're taking to account a high rating um to begin with because of what he did when he's healthy. Now, if he doesn't come back healthy, then after a couple of weeks, then they'll adjust the ratings and it could go up, it could go down. Right. And that's the beauty of it. Because let's go back in time to when we were kids and Madden first came out. I was so excited that the performance on the video game was related to the players. And that only came out once a year, but that was so realistic to me. Yeah. It was like, Oh my God, this is really the next step in video games. I was excited by tech mobile that certain players had names and Bo Jackson was faster than everybody. So everybody wanted to be the Raiders. Dude. Yeah, I don't know if you remember it. When you run Bo Jackson on that sweep, you can't stop it unless you run commit. If you don't run commit and you run that sweep, he's going to break the touchdown every time. Every single time. And, and it's like you could run all the way to the end zone and then stop at the one and turn around and run backwards and then go all the way to the other end zone and do it again. And he, <laughs> they still won't catch you. <laughs> it was crazy, bro, man. But that was the funnest game ever back then, dude. It was. And remember how if you're the quarterback, you just keep running backwards and yep. backwards and backwards, and Ooh. then you launch the ball and it sails like 60 yards, yep. 70 yards in the air. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I'll be showing Jalen that, man, because, you know, you can still get like Tecmo Bowl on different yeah. systems and stuff. And I, he was like, Dad, this is what you used to play when you was my age. I'm like, yeah, buddy. And so I always think like my parents used to have black and white TV. And I'm like, Good God, this is what y'all used to watch. Like, yeah, man, we couldn't wait to get that black and white TV. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I guess it's just once again, you show your age, man. But yeah, man, I show that, man. It's like an eyesore looking at Tecmo Bowl now, but we spent hours on the end playing that game. Yeah. And it's so, it's gotten so realistic, too. Like, they've they've got the player mechanics down pretty well. It doesn't look natural quite yet, mm-hmm. but it's coming. Yeah. It's coming. I think we're going to see it. I think we're going to see it in our lifetime. And I look like, well, I act like George H.W. Bush when he was president. He was campaigning. He went into, I don't even know if you remember this, back in 1988. The Mm -hmm. dude was campaigning and he goes into a supermarket and he saw the scanner. He's like, wow, now that's something. Wow, never seen anything like it. Dude had never (laughs) seen a scanner in a grocery store before. (laughs) I feel like that's me now. I know, right? And so, uh, lastly, uh, Poirier and Hyde, they both cracked the top 10 for safeties. We're the only team that got two people in a position um, in the top 10. So, when you look at all that, all these players make a top five, top 10. That's why we got uh, the 89 rating, the second best team on the game. So, how are you going to pass against the Buffalo Bills then? (sighs) Just because you got a great, I mean, we had a number one defense, but just because you got a great defense, you got to put in the practice time, man, and you got to have the concepts because, I mean, it could be somebody who could really play and they could play with Houston and beat you. Mm. So when I say I'm happy to have a team, now I'm saying, okay, along with my uh, mad prowess that, you know, now I got a good team, now I'm unstoppable. But if I meet somebody who could really play, man, he could play with Houston and get me. No kidding. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
So you can still get stuff off. You can still make mistakes. And then, of course, it's glitches also. You know, <laughs> I know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like when people run the bubble screen and stuff, like if you're out of position, they can break that for a touchdown. So, I mean, it's things, screen passes, it's things you could do that's like little glitches that you just can't stop, period. So, but, hmm. yep. I've learned something. <laughs> I'm glad you did, my friend. So for the non-Madden players out there, let's shift gears, shall we? Let's do so. All right. I'm glad we talked about that now. I know I know that holds a very special place in your heart. I mean, that's well, up there with the draft and everything else. Well, like I said, man, it's a, we're, we're a community and there's certain people on Twitter that reach down and we discuss it. You know, we have comments and we retweet stuff. So you got to give the people what they want, man. And our listeners like to play, man, reach out. We'll talk about it. Uh, give you my gamer tag, Worldwide Newt. Hit me up and maybe we can play sometime. Ooh. Or you'll be playing Jalen. He's taking over the PS5. I don't need to play <laughs> more. So. You'll be playing somebody in the Newton household. Right. Probably Jalen. <laughs> <laughs> then it'll be a Newton. We'd be remiss if we didn't mention that the Bills have kicked off training camp this week. And they came out with a bang. There's more video than I ever remember seeing of yes. just people seeking autographs and people with their camera phones taking videos showing Matareza punts Josh Allen signing the back of Dawson Knox's neck yes that was great these guys are yes. goofs and what about did you see the interview he did with Peter King and Peter King left him hanging yes you see that <laughs> I was like I'll never leave Josh Allen hanging man come on Peter King Josh Allen's face the entire time he's like what what's going on here are you kidding me <laughs> It was so funny, man. He was talking about the turkey burgers up there at St. John's Fisher and stuff. So everybody was like, ah, oh, turkey. I hate turkey burgers. <laughs> I can't. I just, I, I do it because we like, okay, we're trying to eat healthy. Okay, we'll get turkey burgers, but they just taste like hockey pucks. And everybody say, no, you can't tell the difference. Yes, Big Nuke can oh, tell Oh, no, you can absolutely tell the difference. Oh, yeah. They're, I can tell the difference. They're not supposed to taste the same. Now, I have a, uh, I have a secret for you. What's that? Turkey burgers partially taste the way they do because, well, they're turkey and that has its own flavor. But the lack of fat, you have to add some fat back to it. So do that with a healthy fat, something, some sort of oil, like maybe olive oil, maybe avocado. Even I, I like to use occasionally um, sesame oil. Okay. Mix a little bit of that into it. It brings a little fat back into it. It's less hockey puck-like. Wow. You just educated me on something. Good job, man. Maybe we'll do olive oil. Buddy, okay. it's a really small apart, small amount. Otherwise, the whole thing falls apart. So keep that in mind. Okay. So little olive oil. Got it. Yeah. Duly noted. Um, anyway, things noteworthy in camp. At this early, there's not going to be much. However, Trey White was not on the practice field, but he was on the side doing some exercises. He was running with the parachute. He was doing sideways jumps off of his uh, surgically repaired knee. That's got to be a good sign, huh? 
It does, and it's so funny. I swear to God, dude. Jalen woke me up this morning. He was like, man, Trey White. I saw videos of Trey White. You know, he was working out. And I was like, wait a minute. No, I, I saw videos. Trey White wasn't working out. And he just meant like on the side doing running and doing drills on his own. And I'm like, okay, cool, cool. I was like, I thought he was in practice taking reps. I was like, did I miss that? So, you know, because sometimes Jalen be educating me on what's going on, man. He stay on Twitter. So, uh, but, yeah, it's good to see him moving around. Um, uh, Sean McDermott said that he's on pace, uh, no setback. So, uh, hopefully his progression continues to go well. And, man, we'll have him out there uh, sooner rather than later. Jordan Poyer's agent, Drew Rosenhaus, was in town. That mm-hmm. is very interesting, considering the bills are scheduled to be $5.4 million over the salary cap next year. Yeah. Before we move on about the Poyer thing, yeah, Drew Rosenhaus was in the building. You know he there trying to discuss a new contract. In 1995, I called Drew Rosenhaus when I graduated from college. No way. I swear to God. I put it on everything, St. Louis, everything. And so this is when he was really at his height. I mean, don't get me wrong. He had a successful career, but this is when he had all the Miami guys, like everybody from Miami was going there, Warren Sapp and all that. So I found his number somehow. And then I called him when I was graduating. I'm like, hey, you know, I'm looking for representation. Now this is D2 fullback. I'm just taking a stab out of it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, coming out of college. And this dude told me literally, hey, look here, kid. I only represent first-round draft picks, okay? And I'm like, "Uh, yes, sir. Thank you for your time. All right, talk to you later. (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) at least he he picked up the phone, though. I was like, okay, I talked to a real agent. So, yeah. Um, Did you go back and ask him for a job after he'd done playing? I did not. That was the end of the relationship, that little short time where he quickly dismissed me as a small college player. Nah, what a jerk. No, no. It was funny. More funny than anything. <laughs> yeah. So um, hopefully we get a deal done with Poirier, but uh, I think it's one of those things where we're going to have to revisit it after the year. I don't know if something's going to happen this year. Um, hopefully we can win the Super Bowl this year, and then maybe he could go and get paid somewhere else. I would hate for him to leave for more money without finishing the business here. So, yeah. but that's what happens when you get good, man. You ain't gonna be able to keep and pay everybody. Can't pay them all. Nope. Yeah, that's why you need to draft well so you can get those guys that are playing really well on undermarket contracts. Exactly. You, that's why you can't build through free agency. Nope, it's not sustainable. Right. That's right. Somehow the Rams are coming close to it, but they get a lot of production out of their fifth through seventh rounders. Yeah, but they're going to have to start paying it, just like we said with the Saints, man. Soon the bill comes due, man. So Yeah, that is true. Uh, anything else you have on your mind before we wrap up? Roger Southfold got in a car accident. Oh, he yeah. out with sword ribs. So, uh, uh, Sean McDermott said this shouldn't keep him out of the opener. Um, They've been real kind of hush-hush about the severity of it, so that's something to keep an eye on. So I guess they're going to move Cody Ford. They've been moving Cody Ford to uh, left guard, getting him reps. So I'm all for that. I want to make sure before we give up on him that he gets every opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I know in your mind, you probably think that he's had every opportunity. So Well, he has, <laughs> but, you know, you, you give him another training camp to see what he could do. And um, one thing to keep an eye on is 
free agent tackle Dan Quessenberry has been starting at right tackle over Spencer Brown the first two practices. Ooh, I didn't see that. See, you educating me. Okay. So just, you know, it's just something I'll be curious to see how it plays out. Maybe they're trying to light a fire under Spencer Brown. That's something that this coaching staff does with young players. Yep. And so Ike Buckinger is still uh, recovering from his uh, Achilles injury. So that's why we got a shortage of the guard position. Um, Jamison Crowder. He's been out for soreness, so uh, McKenzie has been taking the majority of the first team reps, so he's getting the opportunity that people didn't see because uh, Crowder's been out. Yeah, Dawson, you talked about Dawson Knox. He said in his post game, obviously that he just bought a house in Buffalo, so he really he's told management that he really wants to stay in Buffalo, which I believe. Mm-hmm. But he also said that they run more thirteen and twenty two personnel. The first couple of days of minicamp than he has since he's been in Buffalo. Yes, explain so, what that is. Um, that means well, thirteen personnel is one running back, three tight ends, mm-hmm. and then uh, twenty-two personnel is two running backs and two tight ends. So that's more power formation, and that's something I would love to see. Let's take advantage of us having Knox and OJ Howard. And that makes me think that we probably will keep uh, three tight ends and having two running backs in the backfield. Think about having a rookie back there with Singletary and maybe add Moss in there. That's something that I'm looking forward to seeing. I, I am looking forward to seeing how this uh, this Ken Dorsey offense shakes itself out. You don't want to lose your explosiveness, but you always want to be able to control the ball and the clock. So. I agree. And um, Yes. And also, uh, before we go, Comic-Con was last week, and so – the new trailer for Black Panther is epic. We've been discussing it. It's going viral. Uh, take a look at it, man. It's something to see for us Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe fans. So Excellent. that's a wrap for me. All right. Well, sing us a song. Happy to be back in training camp. I'm sore for the stings, though, but it's okay. Hey. <laughs>